Hi, it's David. Before we get underway with this week's episode of Kick Some ADHD, I wanted to drop a quick note in and let you know that one of the things we've aspired to do really well here is to have great quality audio. But unfortunately, this week there's an issue with Dana's microphone, and it is completely my responsibility. I didn't notice it until it was too late. We did get the audio cleaned up a little bit. I I think you'll be able to understand her and hear her just fine, but you'll notice that it's not up to par. We did get the issue corrected, so starting with next week's episode, I think you'll find we'll be back to much better quality audio. But I wanted to let you know that it was something we were aware of, and I do hope you're able to enjoy and benefit from this episode just as much as always. Thanks. Welcome to Kick Some ADHD, the podcast for professionals and business owners who struggle to stay focused and get the important stuff done. We'll help you understand how to maximize the unique advantages that come with ADHD and learn ways to keep the struggles and negative impacts at bay. Now, here are your hosts, ADHD coach for professionals, Dana Rayburn, and digital marketing strategist, David Johnson. All right, it's time for another episode of Kick Some ADHD. Hi, Dana. Hi, David. We're going to not mishandle meetings now, right? Yes, we're putting that (laughs) that to bed. This is kind of a follow-through kind of a thing for last week's episode, right? Yeah, because last week we talked about how to be, I can't remember what we named it, but how to be more prepared for meetings. And and, the, yeah. and just to recap really quickly, if you haven't heard it, go back and listen to it. But the deal is most people with ADHD think a meeting starts when it says it's time for the meeting on your calendar. That's not really when a meeting starts. A meeting starts when you have to think about what do I need to do to be prepared. Today, we're following up on that. So we all learn how to stop mishandling meetings. And David, how would we mishandle a meeting? I'm sorry. I wasn't paying attention. What, what were you <laughs> <laughs> Well, kidding. that's one thing. We're not really going to talk about that today. But paying attention during a meeting is a whole other thing that we <laughs> later. <laughs> right. Yeah. So obviously, if you're going to not mishandle a meeting, you, can, you, you do sort of need to be present and know what's going on. But um, also, I think this kind of expands, to borrow a pun, on the whole idea that we discussed last week, that the, not only does the meeting not start when you see the start time in your calendar, but it also doesn't end when you disperse. Right. right. There's there's more to the meeting than just that time slot in the calendar. Exactly. David, I have a, a, a story to tell myself for Ooh. years, years when a client call was over. I, you know, I take notes on, on my note taking system as I'm on the call. When the call was over, I would just slam down my computer especially at the end of the day, slam down the computer and run off to the next thing or click that person's notes closed and, and dash off to the next client. And and the notes I kept thinking, Oh, I'll go finish that later. Well, later doesn't come. Boy, it's so true. And and compound that Dana with my habit, which I'm sure you don't have, but I have had, (laughs) it's better now, but I, I would always, um, in my desire to just be generous and, and give as much value in a meeting as I might possibly give, I would often let them go longer than the stop time. And that meant that I literally was racing to the next thing. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Because they're back to back, you know? So it's also, that's an ADHD, you know, 
trait that some of us have. We're so sensitive about, you know, whether we're doing a good job or not. And especially if we didn't follow what we talked about last in our last podcast and we were BSing our way through the meeting. Yes. <laughs> we feel compelled to deliver more value than, yeah. you know, what what we needed to. So, yeah. So that may, that's like doubly bad. Not only are we racing to the next thing and not doing the 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 stuff that you said comes later, which never comes. <laughs> right. But we're also just we, we just don't. It's not a good habit. It's not a good place to be. Right. What we want to focus on is having a strong ending to a meeting. That does not mean when the meeting is officially over and everybody gets, well, in the days of Zoom now, when everybody clicks host ends the meeting, you're not done with the meeting. You've got to expand your scope of the meeting. What has to happen afterwards? Not doing this causes a world of grief for so many people. Oh, I have, yes. I cannot tell you the tens of thousands of dollars I have made off of clients, doctors, nurse practitioners, attorneys, consultants, CEO, you know, all these people who the meeting is over and they don't finish their notes. They don't finish their client charts. They don't finish their timekeeping. They don't finish whatever it is that they need to do. And then they, everything's pushed off way off into the future and it just snarls their lives up to no end. Well, that's especially bad for physicians where they don't get to bill if their notes aren't finished. Exactly. Exactly. But but in like the world that I live in, I don't know that it would directly affect my revenue per se. Not directly. It certainly does indirectly, but it does affect the quality of, you know, the experience that my clients have working with me. And I've been in meetings with other organizations where I'm just a fly on the wall, where you come back to, you know, you have the next meeting and they cover almost all of the same ground again, because nobody had done a good job of this piece that we're talking about right here. And it's like, I just, um, I I didn't need to be here. (laughs) This, this was exactly what we already did, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Oh man. So hopefully that is something that we can. So I like the strong ending idea. Like I picture, I'm picturing a gavel, you know, but except it's really not that at all. It's the, it's the, make sure you finish your notes. And then, I mean, let's step back because what I want people to do is to find for them, what's a strong, strong ending for me when I'm done with a client, a strong ending is for me to take a minute, finish my notes. Because often when I'm on the phone with the client, I'm talking to them. I'm not, constantly taking notes there's things i need to finish up and put in the notes so it's it and often i have to say dana and i don't want to do it i'll say oh i'll do it mm-hmm. later no dana you're going to take a minute right now and finish this up and so it's it's pushing against that i'll do it later idea yes what so what i want you to know david and all our fantastically wonderful listeners what is your definition of a strong ending for a meeting? For me, it's finishing up the notes. Good. Okay. Right. So for different types of people, it might be very, very different, actually. Right. For right. a physician, it's charting. For sure. an attorney, it's it's um, it, it's probably making sure the time is done. And it's also doing the notes. For, oh, time entries. for a lot of meetings, it's what are my tasks that I am leaving from the meeting? I did that was horrible grammar. What what are my to do items that I'm to have to right. follow through? What's my follow through? Making yeah. yeah. 
And being clear on if, you, you know, like in a lot of cases when I'm working with clients, it's not just my tasks, but I've taken the notes about who, what we decided is going to happen and who's going to do what by when. And so I actually need to communicate that often in writing back to the client because for me, this is my, my little mm -hmm. world. So, because in that way, the, there's no question about what we said. And, and if, and if I wrote it to them and emailed it to them, for example, and they found something that wasn't consistent with what they thought, then they can tell me right away. Otherwise now I've got it in writing, <laughs> right? So yeah. that's a lot better then what did we decide? I don't remember what we said or where we left it. Right. And it makes you look like a superhero. You can get a, you can get away with a lot of stuff if, because if they're seeing it, if it looks like you're paying attention to all these details, you get a lot more leeway. Boy, that is, that is so true. And it, and it, I feel like it, it's not only not common for people with ADHD to do a good job of this. I think it's just not common in general. It is. Um, people don't know who know. Who learns how to do meetings? Nobody learns. I right. you know how how many hours do you spend in on horrible meetings because nobody learned the skill? I am fortunate. I my job out my job out of college in the corporate world. I had two bosses who were hotshot meeting people. They were great, Ooh. and I learned so much from them that I can carry through to today. That is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Okay. Cool. So. So we got to define that. What is it that we that we consider to be a strong ending to a meeting? And then you challenged me so big on this when I was going through coaching with you, Dana, like <laughs> that, that it's not just that you figure out what that is, but that you consistently believe, no, the meeting is not actually over yet yeah. <laughs> until those things happen, yeah. whatever those are. Yeah. Yeah. Except you're going to have internal pushback from your little ADHD devil brain that's not going to want to do it. You're going yes. to hear, I'll do that later. You're going to hear, I don't want to. You're going to hear, oh, why don't I just go get another cup of coffee instead? You're going to hear that or feel that resistance. Stop, take a breath, push against it. That's normal. Yeah. And we can't it's fall through that if we want to be the person we intend to be. And for me, I just, I like starting things. I do not like finishing. None of us do. So, this is, oh that's ADD. We're great yeah. starters. We're cruddy finishers. But you have to learn how to finish stuff in order to be the successful ADHD adult that you want to be. Truly, truly. Bottom line. So, yeah. And we're mishandling our meetings if we don't do a good job yeah. of this. Yeah. Right. So, David, what I love about what you and I have built in creating this uh, podcast is we've developed this system that's working really well for us to make the follow-up for the meetings. It's just seamless. I'm glad you feel that way. It's been working really well for me too. And it's, and it's, you know, not that difficult to do actually. No. So should we give <laughs> them our secrets? Sure. I mean, let's do that. I mean, yeah. you, you know, we're not we're not learning stuff to keep it to ourselves. <laughs> no, not at all. Right. Yeah. All right. So David and I, at first, we were really struggling and we would record a podcast and then we would wait and things would get put off. I mean, this we were working on this thing for I don't when we did we start months before we ever got one probably launch. october of 2019 and our yeah, first was, episode went live in may of 2020 right, something like that anyway <laughs> something like that something like yeah. that anyway but finally this routine that we we realized is well we always have to have the me next meeting on the schedule so yes, absolutely we don't, every time we don't end a, a, a podcast 
uh, our, after we're finished recording, we don't stop our meeting of doing the podcast until there's the next one on the schedule. And now we've actually routinized the meeting. Nice word. Boom. Boom. I, I like that. I may have just made that up. Um, I think you might have. <laughs> yeah. So that's one thing. And then the other thing that we've done is we record the podcast in the first part of our hour meeting. And then we've got half hour to for David to do his editing stuff, me to do the notes, us to plan what the next topic is, and me to start writing the notes about them, and to, to wrap all of that up. So by the time we're done with this meeting, we're like 80% ready for the recording the next week. It builds so much momentum. It's, it's so much better than like showing up, which is what we were doing at first, showing up, talking. Okay, what is it we were talking about? Let's make a plan and blah, and then hit record. And, and then it's just this way, you know, the, the thing that I find is that, you know, your brain works in the background between these two things. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, once, because we've already done the preliminary stuff for the next one, it's, you know, it, it, we're hitting the ground running. And then, like you said, we're doing this follow through. And I, I actually like using Google Docs, which is which is what we're currently working with. I mean, you know, lots of cloud tools and different ways to, for people to collaborate at a distance. But this is this has been working really well for us, too, whereas where we have a, a document for the next thing and, you know, there's a little template and we fill it out. I mean, you, you do most of that work. But that's OK, because you're doing the, we're working to our strengths there, buddy. We're working Truly. to our strengths. Yeah. What So what the. Bottom line for this that I think we're doing is we're leaving breadcrumbs, and I love that idea. So we're leaving breadcrumbs to follow to the next week. We're not entering next week without any idea of what happened or what's going on. We're ready for it. Yeah, and this is what this is kind of the overlap with what we talked about last week in terms of being prepared ahead of time, so that you're you're not showing up unprepared and and you know slinging the bombastic style <laughs> through the uh, <laughs> through the through the meeting but in this way we've actually we've actually eliminated a, quite a bit of of a wasted energy wasted time and that sort of confusion that comes from not knowing you know oh where, where did we leave things and what are we what are we supposed to do that's 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 making a huge difference in productivity yeah, yeah. and so- it's fun to do this with you dana because it's it's you you get me and I get you, <laughs> you know, the, the ADHD scary. side of it. <laughs> That's scary. Yeah, yeah it is. It so, is. so what we what I what we've done and what I encourage all of you to do is we've actually built in time into the end of our time together to do our follow up. Exactly. Essentially, and you may not be able to do that with your whomever you're meeting with. Hello, boss. No, we're going to sit, and I'm going. You're going to help me make my notes. That's not what we're talking about. You've got to consciously, though, leave space to do the follow-up tasks, whether it's in the Uber on the way to back to the office, or whether it's. Um, it's staying in the conference room for a few minutes just to make notes or standing in the hallway, whatever you need to do. My clients who are physicians, what we often have them do is they stay in the exam room just for a couple of minutes. They walk the patient to the door, they say bye, and they stay in the exam room for a couple of minutes to finish up the charting for that client or patient. And it works so much better. Boy, it does that. And I've worked with physicians with the, on the technology side of things. And when that gets to where it piles up, that's just dreadful for oh, them. It's so, awful. you know, yeah. trying to wrap it up right away. That's really, yeah. really, really, really. So great. wrap it up 
as quick as you can, figuring, remembering that if you have tasks to do after a meeting, leave time to do it. And then you're also suggesting that you go ahead and calendar some things or put put the the stuff on a wherever you handle your to dos, yes, right? So yes. I know you're a to do list kind of a person to some extent. Oh, I, Whereas, yeah, very yeah. much so. <laughs> yeah. So go ahead and move. So don't just leave them in your wherever you keep your notes. Move the to dos and the and and you know whatever or the prep that you need to do to to wherever you're tracking all of that stuff right right away so that's also part of that process right yes exactly so it's recorded the reason i love my to-do list is because then my brain doesn't have to work to remember anything it's just all there telling me what to do if i'm relying on my brain to my faulty memory to remind me to do stuff to remember to do stuff it takes a lot of energy a lot of swirling a lot of oh my gosh what am i supposed to do what i forget if if the to-do list is the master and telling me what to do I'm in such a happier place. Definitely. And it gets rid of all that angst. I agree. I don't I, I, like relying on my brain is not the right idea. Right. I just, I have, I found that the calendar is, is better for me than the to-do right. list. Yeah. So you, you're, you're, you, you use your calendar and I use the I do. to-do list mm-hmm. and it's just, Same. you've got, as long yeah. as it works and stuff gets done and that's, what's important. Um, oh, David, I had another thought. I'm and so I sorry. I probably remember. I know. Me. No, you're squirrel. Good. Squirrel. I don't remember. <laughs> it doesn't matter if it was important. Cool. It will come back. Super. Well, so last week we, we, we talked about the prep. This week we talked about the, the sort of follow through stuff. And I think between these two, we've got nice bookends here. Just mm-hmm. I'm, I'm doing the, you know, dumb analogies about the meetings, <laughs> but but expanding that definition. And um, and I think we're better positioned now to just be better, better meeting people. <laughs> yes, better meeting people. Very good. Very good. So is it time for us to reach into the squirrel bag? I know that's what I called it at one point on the squirrel the, bag. For listener mail. <laughs> sure. Uh, Who have we heard from this week, David? We got we got the just the neatest feedback from Noemi. She's in Germany and is listening to the podcast. And she said she dove into the first couple episodes and then she went right to Dana's website, DanaRayburn.com, if you're listening and you haven't been there yet. And she picked up the ebook and subscribed to your audio course. And she was so excited because she didn't realize, she's one of these people that didn't really know that she had ADHD, but she started to listen and she's like, this is me. This is what I, oh my gosh, this is what it is. And then, and it really, she said, her actual words were like, she was, relieved about something that had happened at her last job because she realized that it wasn't it wasn't her it was you know it wasn't something uh that was just some sort of flaw it was like this is this is the way i'm wired so um i don't know that she's gotten an official diagnosis it's pretty pretty recent that we heard from her but uh hopefully she will and noemi shout out thanks for listening thanks amy glad you did yeah okay david Let's wrap up by asking, what's your takeaway from this week? My takeaway from this week for me is the the strong ending. So I really like that's a nice visual. Like I said, I have this sort of gavel in my mind, but it's a because I've been sort of following some of these procedures for a while, but I don't think I still have quite let that soak in that the meeting isn't over until these things happen that are no, are not you know classically speaking part of the meeting but they but now they are so my my expanded definition of the meeting includes 
you know, so I guess I'm going to leave it as like, there's a tab open until I do these things and then I can close the tab. <laughs> there you go. There In my brain. Go. Yeah. That's my takeaway. Yeah. yeah. Good. Okay. What else did David, anything else we got for today? I think that's all that I've got. I know. So I think what we should do is mention that if you are listening to this and you have not downloaded Dana's uh, thing, the, 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 the ebook that Noemi was referring to. And if you haven't yet checked out the audio course on the foundations of ADHD success, Dana, I like the way you structured this audio course because you broke it down into modules. Mm-hmm. And they're little bitty modules. Each one's just a few minutes. It's so smart. Now, I, I'm the kind of person that likes to, I'll just, I'd plow through beginning to end because that's the and way that I tend to that listen. you can do that if you want to. <laughs> yeah. But if you're one of the people that's like, nope, I need a few minutes now and I'll get a few minutes for the next one. And then you can do it in bite-sized chunks and you don't have to worry about trying to figure out where the bites start and stop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's so, part of my Yeah. Plan. So Dana, uh, we should tell people to go to your website, right? For uh, finding those things. Yeah. And subscribe to the newsletter. And the Success Club is my group program that we're about to go on the hiatus at the end of July. And we'll be starting up again in September. And uh, if you are interested in that and want to get a discount for the Success Club, uh, go to DanaRayburn.com and sign up for my email list. Um, you'll And then you'll be able to get all those goodies for a discount nice and be sure if you do this and by the way the success club is fantastic as somebody who's been in it so um but if you do that make sure you just you know reply back to one of the emails that you get and and make sure that that dana's people know that you heard about it right here on kick some adhd because that is cool yes all right david thanks great talk today I know, I know. And I feel like we're getting to where we were like tightening these things down and we're going to pack more stuff in a shorter period of time. So it's kind of, we're both looking at each other like, wow, did we actually finish this? Are we done? Yeah. What else do we need to do? Excellent. It's a podcast for ADHD people. So we're going to, we're going to keep it short (laughs) and full of good stuff. So next week will be more good stuff, Dana. So I'm looking forward to it. We'll see you then. Yeah. Thanks, David. Have a great one. You too. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Kick Some ADHD with Dana Rayburn and David Johnson. Did you find this helpful? Please share it with everyone you know who, squirrel, uh, um, has ADHD or might, and leave a rating and a review in your podcast app. It helps other people find us. For more help with ADHD, including information on Dana's ADHD Success Club and episodes of Kick Some ADHD you've missed, go to kicksomeadhd.com.